Welcome to Season 2 of the Coaches Series with Lloyd Johnson and Davian Burrell. We hope you enjoy. Lloyd, if you want to introduce who you are and your experience with tennis inside and outside of Kavasi, that'd be a great place to start. All right. I am Lloyd Johnson, sometimes called Coach Lloyd, Lloydie. I'm called all kinds of names, but nonetheless. My start in tennis started as a young man in Jamaica who used to have to pass Greg Russell and um, Compton Russell and his brother Norman Russell practicing on a court in an open lot um, in my neighborhood, which is the which which is in the Ligony area of in Kingston, Jamaica. Mm-hmm. And um, I used to stop and watch them for hours, you know, and they're all dreadlocks. And um, it was kind of scary because back when I was growing up, he, 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 the, there was a fear of Rastafarians. Mm-hmm. So after going there day in, day out and watching them for hours, one day Greg <laughs> called me inside and I ran. <laughs> and he says, no, 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 no. Come, 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 come. We won't hurt you. So I timidly went to him <laughs> and I was in my uniform and he says to me, you know, you come here every day. You want to play? I say, I can try. He goes, my first assignment, he puts me on a wall, hands me a racket, which was so heavy. <laughs> I had to hold it with both hands <laughs> and put me on a wall to hit 24 hands against the wall. And then when I got to near 17, I missed and I had to start over. Then he upped it to a (laughs) hundred. And I spent many, many weeks trying to do that until he's decided that he's going to teach me how to play. So I got in there and I was fortunate because he, he, he single-handedly brought me into the game and he had me, he trained me to the point where I was pretty good and he had me join. He used to coach much of the national team, national juniors like Henrietta Harris and Keisha Lou Abrams and Jason Sharp and several others um, high-level players in Jamaica. And at the time, he was playing Davis Cup too for Jamaica. So I got to train with the best of the best. And from there, he took me to tournaments and um, realizing that I was of small stature and didn't have much of the financial backing that was required. He launched me into coach, being his assistant as a coach. That's where I started. And pursuant to that, I was always going to college and left college and decided to work at the hospital and then I worked at a high school Campion College where I was helping to coach this high school team and they were doing well so the tennis association asked me to help them run tournaments and do a little coaching with them until they asked me to join them full-time and then I left the classroom for that never looked back my life has been tennis I don't do much else outside of that. Um, working with the association afforded me 
the possibility to travel around the world and get certified from various, lots of different bodies, including ITF, et cetera, et cetera, and uh, PTR and the USDA and various other organizations around the world. Um, and from there, it's just been history. That's the history of it. Then in, I was still working at the high school and doing you know, this thing with tennis, the Tennis Association part-time. And an opportunity came. I got a little bit um, bored in the summers. So I reached out to my friend, Errol Campbell, who was a former um, national coach, Davis Cup player. He worked at Midtown Manhattan and he was coaching um, Steve Rubin. Oh. And I had asked him, I told him that I wanted to coach with him at Midtown Manhattan. And he said, well, there wasn't a position there, but he knows somebody who owns a summer camp and looking for somebody who can really be the lead person at his summer camp. So that's how I met Steve Rubin and that's how I ended up at Cobbesey. And, you know, I came to Cobbesey, I looked around at many other um, uh, camps but Cobbesey was just different. Cobbesey was just, the whole approach at Cobbesey was just so different. And I became a member of the staff there and never ever wanted to go anywhere else after that. How long have you been at Cobbesey? This is, this summer's gonna be your, I'm gonna guess 28th? 28, yeah. Woo! Woo. That's, that's a while. <laughs> <laughs> that's a while yeah 28 in those years I've seen a lot of young boys who have grown up um, and become fine young men and I've had the privilege of working with a lot of young kids who did not like tennis did not know tennis when they come to Cobbsey several of them have written to me from time to time about playing they're at colleges playing tennis at college. Mm -hmm. Several parents. As a matter of fact, in December, a parent sent me, just this past December, a parent sent me a postcard thanking me profusely for allowing her son in 2019 to enjoy tennis so much. He hated it. <laughs> now, he loves it so much that she and her husband is he wants to play with them now. So she's thrilled about that. Oh, so things like that really keep me, keep me motivated. And um, of course, there's always challenges, always days when, you know, you feel like, huh, I've had enough of this, but then things like that keep you in the game, you know? Definitely, definitely. Yeah. Thank you, Lloyd. Davian, <laughs> who are you? What's your experience with tennis? outside and inside of Cobbesey? Uh, well, I can tell you it's not <laughs> as good as Lloyd's, but um, I can give you a backstory of my um, tennis history. Um, I was very fortunate enough to, um, I had a friend that played tennis and he introduced me to the to his tennis coach that uh, lived right next door to me. So I, I was lucky to 
you know, so I met him and um, he decided that I could come to the tennis court and he would teach me tennis for free. So that was, that was definitely uh, a blessing for me. Mm-hmm. And, you know, from my first tennis lesson, I just fell in love with the game. And I was at the tennis court almost every weekend. And, you know, every weekend became almost every day. After school, until after a few years, you know, I finally got good at playing tennis and then I started to play tournaments. And I wasn't big on competing after, you know, playing tennis. And I was like, yeah, this is, this is fun. You know, so I want to I wanna train and compete and play every day. And, you know, after a while, I had big dreams of playing professionally and traveling and playing all over the world, you know, stuff like that. So, so yeah, I was lucky enough to make that transition. After playing juniors, I played a lot of tour, um, I would say tour, but a lot of future-level tournaments. You know, I was lucky enough to do all that good stuff. And then um, I made a Davis Cup team a couple times. That was a great experience for me, obviously. And then after a few years, I uh, decided I wanted to make that transition into coaching. So I knew a friend that went to Carbacy and worked with Lloyd for a few years. So I, you know, had a chat with him. I was like, yeah, what, what's it like working at a summer camp every summer? He told me about Carbacy and how, you know, working at Lloyd and how good it was. I was like, you know what? I might give that a shot. So um, I reached out to Lloyd and um, I was lucky enough. He said, yo, you're welcome to come up at any time. So, you know, made that connection and then summer 2014, I'm at Carbacy for the first time. And, you know, that was an amazing summer for me. And you know, that's what I say the rest is history. <laughs> so this will be your eighth summer coming back, right? Eighth? Eight, I think seventh. I think. Seventh? Nice. Yeah. Well, Lloyd, thank you for inviting, uh, inviting Davian up because now we have the best head of tennis and the best uh, tennis pro assistant to you, I think, of any camp in the United States. So thank you, Lloyd. I think I think we have the best of the best of everything at at at, at You know, I I remember when Davion started, and I was told about him as a young man, and I used to encourage um, Dougie Burke, who was the national coach, and I was his assistant at the time. To you know, I watched Davion played some matches down at Montego Bay. At, Thing and I was like, Dougie, this this young man should be actually on the Davis Cup team, you know, <laughs> you know what I mean. So without Davion even knowing, I I I'm always looking. Part of my job in Jamaica was looking for young talent and trying to get them, you know, on the national stage. But um, without Davion even knowing, from then. And even now, I still think that he 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 should be on a Davis Cup team. I think that um, he is very talented. He's hardworking, very studious young man, and and um, that's why I've always supported and tried to push him in areas maybe he doesn't <laughs> does not necessarily think about. But <laughs> I think he has he has the goods, you know.
Thanks for listening to the first episode and the second season of the Coaches Series. Check back in with us next week for the next episode.